It is Hellcast, the only show that you should be listening to. And I am Reaper. Justin. I'm going to just go right out the gate and start plugging. Hellside Bangers, who sponsors this show, has a lot of cool releases coming up and currently available. Of the coming up stuff, you can pre-order. And first and foremost, you've heard it on the show many, 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 many times, the Lurking Corpses, and rightfully so, because it's awesome. Lurking Corpses' Lust for Blood CD is going to be reissued on Hellside Bangers, and you can pre-order that now on the website, and I believe on Bandcamp. October 31, Metal Massacre 31 CD. Pick that up. That's a really cool uh, release. They do a bunch of covers of uh, classic Metal Blade uh, Metal Massacre series. Pro Fanatica, Disgusting Blasphemies Against God, D- Double Digipack CD. Uh, what was the flip side on that? Grandmaster Sessions? What? What do you mean the flip side? There's a uh, no. There's another release. It's the Sickened by Holy Host and the Grand ah. Session. There's two two different releases. So two. Well, actually, technically, kind of four because there's that. There's the Profanatus, the first album, which is my favorite. Yeah. And then Enemy of Virtue, which is not out yet, which is basically the, it's kind of like the fan favorite. It's all their material. It's a double disc of like their demos and EPs. Yeah. Um. So basically, it's all be, being re released because there's demand for it. It's been sold out. It's out of print. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna put out on Digipacks this time. Except cool. the uh, except the second by Holy Host that's on a regular jewel case. Yeah. Before it was on a seven inch size format. Remember we were oh yeah, that yeah, last? yeah. <laughs> wasn't wasn't my choice. It was kind of like what the band wanted, so we yeah. did it. Um. So now, yeah, if you're anything like me and hate those, you can get the jewel case and know where to put them in your collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you like Digipacks though? <clears throat> I do, as long as they're nice and especially the foldouts. Yeah. I like Digipacks too. I, I never really thought about it, and then like you know, however long. You no, know, sometimes you get the cheap ones where it's just the um. It's just one fold-out. Yeah. A booklet jammed in there. They're, they're okay, but they're definitely kind of lame. But yeah. when it's like a panel and everything folds out and all the lyrics and stuff's in there, yeah, I do like that. I think they're kind of like, it's just um, kind of almost like the vinyl form on a CD. You know, yeah. it's just, you know, kind of like a gatefold cover almost. Well, right, and I'm glad you said that because I've brought up Digipacks and like, you know, do you love them or hate them? And people are like, well, I don't like them because they're easily damaged. And what the fuck well, do you think an LP is? Yeah, exactly, exactly. An LP is easily damaged, not to mention. Even worse. Be, be careful with your shit, homeboy. Yeah, Shouldn't exactly. Don't bring it in the car. Get Have your designate. Why bring my shit in my car? Just. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be damaged. In that case, don't pl- don't play the CD at all. Well, scratched. I got a designate. I got the designated travel case. <laughs> all right. So I bring. You know, you just grab the CD. Uh, uh, yeah, so. yeah, you could do that too. You um, heard it; it rocked your world, and you need to pick it up. Blood Feast, the future state of Wicked CD LPs haven't arrived yet. When the fuck are those coming in? Do you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that says it all. <laughs> uh, uh, they're uh, they're coming. It's just it's one of those things, you know. You 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 gotta remember you're waiting on another party. Yeah, um, it's kind of like when people email us and say, "Hey, where the fuck's my package?" It's like well, we got nothing to do with it. That's the post office. Yeah, man. it's on the road, like bro. Yeah, it's on the road, bro. Well, you gotta ask the other company. Like so, us. I mean, yeah, you could go knock on the um, plant store and say, "Hey, what's the date?" But it's you know, you're kind of just there's so many releases coming out. What are you gonna be doing? Knock on the door every other day. They'll come when they come and. You know, uh, people do die. Uh, yeah, every other day. Yeah. Where, where's my hair? Yeah. Uh, Haxon. Hoxon. I heard it's pronounced Hoxon. What do you say? Haxon? <sighs> I, I was saying Haxon. I'm not sure. Um, H-A-X-X-A-N. And that album's Loch Ness Rising. There's going to be a Digipack version. Uh, Hell's Head Bash. Part 2. 15th Anniversary Festival. Double DVD. It's still in stock and you need it. Bestial Warlocks. Storming Bestial Legions Live 96. We're even going to hear uh, some more Bestial Warlocks material later on for those reissues that are out on those hateful Digipacks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no Hellcast would be complete without a fucking self-plug. Crucified Mortals, Psalms of the Dead Choir, CD, LP, cassette, shirt, hood, 
get it. Awesome stickers. No hateful stickers digi on that one. No hateful digi, but that'll be up for the reissue. Yeah. I like digis. And yeah. no, only one fucking color vinyl. Yes. That's why I prefer it. I, yes. I prefer silver. I like, yeah, one color vinyl, and I also like picture disc. Yes. That's what I but like. But no I picture disc yet. Yeah, I don't like 12 version type shit. No. It's kind of, it was kind of, the thing is, 15 years ago was kind of cool, but now everything's coming out. It's just, it's impossible to keep up. It's totally. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible to keep up. So I like just, I, I usually like, yeah, like a colored vinyl. And then uh, uh, picture disc is usually what I like. We got some emails. Uh, first one was from Kellen. What are some of the big rules about wearing band merch at a show? Pretty much. Kellen, I'm a little worried about you. You really overthought this a little too much. <laughs> Just wear what you want, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not that complicated. I go, I go in the closet and whatever. I pull out first. Yeah. No. Uh, well, but wait, let me see. Uh, I know where he's going. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm kind of busting his balls. To be honest, I, I put a little bit more thought into it when I was younger, too. Um, I still got well, so, so wait, wait, wait. He's saying that you can't have more than one band shirt by the same band? Is that what he's saying? Uh, no. Uh, so basically, if you're at a show to see Marduk, uh-huh. would you wear a Marduk shirt? Oh, Kellen, you're okay. Those are okay questions. <laughs> uh, no, uh, honestly, my old rule, I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, nowadays, I just don't give a fuck. Whatever I got on, I got on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but back in the day when I kind of gave a fuck, um, I guess sometimes I kind of sort of do maybe. But if I was going to a show, my general rule of thumb was if I'm going to a black metal show, I'll wear a death metal shirt just to piss <laughs> all them black metal you know, guys. Fuck that stupid death Cradle metal shit. shirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'll give you I'll give you more fun fact. That's exactly what I did. Look uh, at that poser yeah, over at the, there. At like the Ohio Death Fest that this guy, uh, Brian Baxter, put on and the band called Regurgitation. Well, By he's the way, Embalmer. He's on that new Embalmer. Yeah, he's album. on the new Embalmer album. Yeah, he's more into like the really brutal gore grind type stuff. Anyways, he did this. brutal, Brian. Yeah, in late 90s, early 2000s, he put on this Ohio Death Fest every year. Some of you older guys might remember it. Um, it was a cool fest, and uh, like at that, I purposely would wear like a Cradle of Phil shirt or a Dame Eborger. Really? Yeah, purposely. Really? Just, Just so that because I never liked I never liked the blend. I don't like to fit in wherever I go. I like to be different. <laughs> so then when I'd go to a um, a black metal show, I'd usually wear like a brutal death metal sh- shirt, like uh, like a Mortician or like a Last Days of Humanity or Devourment or something like that. Really? That's how I did. That's how I. T- I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't. I didn't just come out of the womb thinking like that. But I probably developed that mentality when I was like fifteen or so. Because I always, yeah, I always like to be out of the, I, I don't like to be the same. I like to be different. Well, uh, to, so for me, I never really cared other than if it's my band. Like, I don't want to be wearing it. Like, you know what I mean? A Crucify Morris I used show, to I'm think, not honestly, my I, own shirt. I, I used to think that looked tacky, too. Um, but now, no, it's like, I'll wear a Hell's Headbanger shirt and shit, and it's the same mentality. Honestly, it's a product. It's your product, and... You should be proud of it to wear it, to advertise it, and yeah. you know, show it. So, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with wearing your own thing. Now, what I do see something wrong with, if that's all you ever wear, you ever, you never know that band where, like, that's the only shirt he has. Yes. In my yes. mind, is like, this guy's kind of a poser. Like, he doesn't have anything or just else. A tool. But yeah. 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 Um, now, that's a little weird, but if, like, that, that's all you ever see him, like, literally, you'll see the guy for five years straight, and that's all he ever wears. Or we all, we all know that one guy. Well, not people listen, but you and me both know that one guy who. Every time you see this fucking guy and he's a grown ass man, he's always wearing possessed seven churches shirt. Oh, That's all you'd ever see him wearing. Yeah, yeah. Don't need to mention names. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's kind of like is this, this is the is only, that all you got there, bro. All, yeah, exactly. And knowing this judge of character, that is all he's got. That's, right, right. That's probably his only value in life that he has. That shirt. And that shirt was sweaty. It was definitely sweaty. He's always sweaty. Yep. And he, and he pissed me off asking me stupid questions. Yeah. Who the fuck are they talking about? I want to know. <laughs> nobody, uh, nobody important. Now what? Now what if you're rocking the, the band shirt? 
a patch, a hat, a fucking <laughs> pants. Uh, the, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's okay. There's nothing wrong. Like, you don't deserve to get your ass kicked in the parking lot for doing that <laughs> thing. You look like, to me, you just look like a fucking nerd. Like you're like you're, you're, yeah, you're like, super, wow, he really likes that van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got no, hood on too. Definitely not. <laughs> you a, take your hood off. You got a crucified mortal's hood on. You take it off. Yeah. You got the shirt on. Yeah, not. A, you take that off. Then you got the long sleeve underneath. Yeah, it. Yeah, nothing. I would scorn at or think is bad or definitely not a pose or anything like that. Just, just you look like kind of a Steve Urkel nerd. Maybe <laughs> I would some, be. Wear some suspenders with that. I'm like, yeah, I like that. I like that guy. But yeah. what do you have if you saw for like any other? But honestly, guy, yeah. Well, honestly, like I said, like. Uh, <laughs> It's hard to be original. Like I said, I like to be different. Hey, maybe do that. That way you'll stick out. Yeah, have fucking some sweats on, have the hat on, have a wristband on, a shirt, a hood. <laughs> but make sure the hood, make sure it's a zip up. That way it's open so you can see the shirt underneath so that way you can see both at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to. Because- <laughs> have some patches on your ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some logos. Yeah, dude, I remember seeing this guy in Germany. He had a fucking, like, Silent Bob trench coat. And wasn't it just covered in maiden patches? No, I've heard of that. Like, no, no, no. There was a guy though that he just had yeah. all made. All made. Just yeah. like, man, that's, you, it's that's it's silly, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool, but you're just kind of like, really, maiden. <laughs> I'm just kind of bored at this point. Really likes his, really likes his maiden. You nothing know, nothing like, wrong with that. No, that, it, it, there isn't. But I'm just but like, then, oh uh, my god, you know. I'd rather see that than um. I'm like you. I'm in a coffin. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I'm like you though. I'm I'm just kind of thinking like like you're just that you're you're just that you know cookie cutter that maiden like you know what i mean yeah like one of the most obvious bands to go to no so the german guy he had a freaking yeah trench coat all the way down this fucking the ground filled with just patches I'm like damn that guy likes metal yeah and then you saw the inside so inverted <laughs> i was turn it inside out patches still covered in patches so he had a double trench coat essentially of i it. wonder if he uh I wonder if the bands that were inside were the bands that he didn't like as much. I don't can't see. Or them. maybe just changing the flavor for the month, you know? Oh, yeah. But yeah. the funny thing was then is like someone posted like, you know, memes are the stupid pictures. Uh, you know, I didn't I know what the hell that was until probably about three weeks ago. Yeah. Someone will take like a, a, a screen cap of Willy Wonka and like put like you're a poser and it's yeah. like, that's stupid. Willy Wonka, he's saying anything. You know, so it's not really clever. But anyway, I saw one for metal and it had a picture of this dude in a trench coat. And basically it said something like, holy fuck, that guy loves metal. And I saw it, I was like, that's the guy that I saw in Germany. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was my comment. I want someone, I don't know who posted it, but I recall I was like, I met that guy. I wonder if he got He's any of the famous. patches from Hell's Headbangers. Because we, you know, we do sell patches now. We used to sell a hell of a lot of patches like 10 years ago. The seatbelt ones. They're like kind of like seatbelt uh, material. Uh, yeah, the good ones, in my opinion. Well, they're, the yeah, they're not, no, I'm not knocking yeah. them. I'm just trying to give a perspective. That's what, yeah, some people use kind of spot it. it. Yeah, I, spot I could it. spot them on the road. Like, you you shop at Hell's Headbangers, yeah. don't you? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, the only reason we don't have them as much is because, in all honesty, is um, they just that, that whole that whole phase kind of died out. Don't be wrong. We still sell patches every day, but it's nowhere even close, not even remotely close to what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a big... Uh, question that uh, canyon submitted a while back so i'm finally getting to answer Bickle? yeah yeah okay. throw him under the bus because uh, he's gonna need it for after this uh question right. canyon's got a youtube channel uh so I, i've seen a couple of his videos actually well there you go i've been a massive hellcast fan for years now but have always been more interested in simply sitting back and listening instead of getting involved and actually emailing you that ends here. And God damn it, it should end for everyone here. Chime in. Yeah, chime in. Speak the fuck up. Yeah. Ask some questions. Bring your questions. We'll answer them on the show. And everyone that's done that and then gets their question and name announced is so happy that their, their life has been enriched. Yeah. 
Being a metal fan who was always more into just listening to what I wanted and never putting my opinion on the internet and risking ridicule, I wasn't quite aware of the shit people on the internet actually give a fuck about. However, in 2014, I decided to make YouTube videos showing off my personal record collection, mainly black metal, simply for the sake of introducing people to new music. But that's not okay with certain individuals. This is where it gets thicker. Including members of some pretty notable bands and the average keyboard warrior alike. In person, I'm sure he's not a warrior at all. So according to them... Myself and people who do similar things on YouTube, that is showing off his collection, Uh are a problem for the underground because we are introducing trend-hopping kids to the scene and essentially polluting it with hipsters and people who a month ago knew nothing about anything other than Cannibal Corpse or Mayhem. To these people, the underground belongs to them and it's full-blown religion. I've been criticized personally for not adhering to their standards, but some of my friends who I've met through YouTube have gotten it much worse, including death threats and other pussy bullshit pussies say. My question to you is regarding things like the YouTube vinyl community and even Hellcast. Do you think there's any possibility that what we as content creators are doing, which is introducing underground metal to a wider audience, which may include kids and their odd trend hopping scenester could be a detriment or does underground metal belong to a certain people and should remain hidden to any sort of larger audience. I'd like to hear your opinion. Well, first off, I know you're going to agree that right out the gate that most of that is relevant to him happening because he is dealing, as he said, mostly with black metal. Yeah, um, I don't think it needs to be kept a secret no more. No. I mean, no, because if, if you're going to like it, you're going to like it. And the thing is, I'll be honest with you, one of the most metal people I fucking know is you would never get, and trust me, he's he's running circles around probably every person listening. Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes. He has a bigger <laughs> Who's collection. That? Everybody, yeah, exactly. He's a not a guy collection. that you would think is. In you the metal. look, you see this guy, you would literally think that he's going to the fucking beach. He doesn't wear metal shirts. He wears the most ridiculous shorts sometimes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he's listed right yeah, now, like, like fuck you, Justin. Yeah, but he's like he knows more metal and shit that he, he's he's got me beat. Yeah, so, but he's one of the most metal guys you'll ever fucking meet. Oh yeah, but you would never ever guess by looking at him. So with that being said, is you can't always pick. So it should be open. It's just posers are going to be posers. You're going to have that no matter what. Right. And frankly, to be honest with you, a lot of the actual posers are the ones that actually look like they're into it. Yeah. You want to know what I mean is go, 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 go attend the Maryland death fest and see all the girls walking around. Well, there you go. And then that, and that's a great fucking, that that's the great guy to bring up. And unfortunately it's not video based to show the picture of him, but trust me, he, yeah, it's, it's actually, you would never guess. And that's the thing. And that's why he's metal because he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't need to wear a shirt. He doesn't need to have long hair. Hence why I hacked off that bullshit. I don't give a fuck, man. You know, I like it, and if you don't know that, then I don't give a shit. Well, In fact, I kind of prefer it sometimes. Well, another thing I wanted to add to uh, Canyon's thing as far as the reason not to keep it secret is because you got to understand, which I'm sure he does, especially since he has a YouTube channel, is no matter what you want to do at this point, this isn't 1988. Like, there's no way you're keeping this shit a secret anymore no. because everything is so readily available. You can literally search out obscure demos on YouTube, and they're on there. Yeah. Meaning anybody that's anybody that somewhat wants to hear this shit, they can. Yeah, and if you don't like that, yeah, I I, I get the mentality, but it ain't but his fault. Yeah, no, it's not. No, it's not Canyon's fault. But what right. I'm saying is, I wouldn't be. Don't stress yourself out over or lose any sleep over. It is what it is. 
there's always gonna be people you hate that are in this. I would just, you know, do your own thing. As far as the death threat pussies, uh, those are just we get that too. That's just type right up. Anybody that says I'm gonna kick your ass over the internet is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you even say that? Because dude, the, the internet has given every pussy a voice and ability to reach whoever they want. Granted, now if that person has a lot of traffic, a lot of emails to go through, that's the only hold up to possibly reaching them. Otherwise, you can reach them. No one acts like they do on the internet in public because no, no. they, they're they wimps. Yeah. I mean, th- th- no one's going to go up to you and, and death threat you. No. I mean, no. they're going to be intimidated by you. Why? Because you your, your arm is as big as their fucking head. When I knew that people were bigger, really pussies, and then you know typewriter tough guys is when I rem- when I think back to school to even currently when people would say like yeah you're just a scary looking guy me yeah have yeah. you ever seen a picture of me what the <laughs> fuck's scary about me I gotta dude I gotta grab an axe and make an, a grim face and be in the dark and and light it to, to look evil otherwise it just look like this dude yeah that's the image and I think that's and especially with yeah like you're saying the the black metal guys that he's um. Uh, I guess he didn't say, but you kind of, yeah. Oh, no, he did say mainly black metal. Right. Uh, it's honestly, uh, let's face the facts. I mean, don't worry, I like black metal, so no, I'm not, not trying to trash it, although it, it has its place to be trashed because they kind of do it themselves. Yeah. Is um, they just a lot of that goes guys that are in that. Honestly, some of the, some of the, Honestly, probably the biggest scene full of posers is probably black metal. Yes. And the reason being is because it is, it, it, it has an image to it, and most of those guys slash gals are kind of using it to make up, make up for their small dick. Yes, because they're basically pussies. Or the fact, I, honestly, I can honestly say, uh, some of the not even some the biggest pussies I've ever met in my life are black are, are black guys in a black model. Yeah, and I'm talking of anything, even just general population. Dude, anything. the most harm they're gonna do is to themselves when they're making yeah. their their their. This, this album just really touches me. Don't take this to heart. I'm not saying all anybody. Oh, every so, black metal guy is just like, fuck yeah, that I'm not, show. I'm not saying Death every, I'm not saying every guy listens to black metal as a pussy. I listen to black metal. I'm just saying no, it's, the biggest yeah, pussies I've met too. are into black yeah. metal. Yeah, entirely. I, I, I agree 100%. And it's clearly it's because of the image thing, and they're using it for their, you know, their low self-esteem. He didn't even and, need to say the black metal part, and I wouldn't feel it. Yeah, I bet you he deals with black metal. 100%. They're the ones with the biggest chips on their shoulders when it comes to metal. There's the extremity, and they're the ones that like, take it the most serious. You know, a brutal death metal band, they're not exactly like, they're not exactly going out and, and killing people and, and doing all the shit that their lyrics are about, where the black metal guys, like when they're crying or, or, or talking about Satan and all this kind of stuff, like they're legitimately, and, and not in every case, but a lot of cases, doing that kind of stuff or just really serious about it. A lot of them need to take a chill pill. Yeah, the, the, well, they're trying to be serious is what it is. Yeah. They're, they're, they're trying too damn hard. It really reminds me of when I was like 14, 15, and I was like... I mean, I didn't like people in my my school class. Looking back, I was kind of going like, I kind of like forcefully like was being like just an outcast too. Like if I was me now, like I would just still like bullshit with people. I wouldn't like really give a yeah, shit. Same here. Same you thing. Know? Same I, thing. I wouldn't have my own lunch table, which frankly is because I was the coolest dude in school. Come on. I, I wasn't allowing people to had be. The, had the own lunch table myself. My whole thing. She wouldn't allow like, people to be your friend, right? Oh, uh, no. Um, you know what? Honestly, probably in like the eighth grade and shit. Yes. Uh, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, not so much. My whole thing was because I always worked in the evenings. Yeah. I, um, I actually, I didn't eat at lunch. I actually did my homework. Same so here. I used it. God, what I did is I got, everything, over I got everything done. That way I didn't have homework. Yeah. And I worked in the evenings. I made money. Anyone in school, take and notes. So that's, yeah, take, 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 if, if you're 15 or older and you ain't got a job, if you're in college, a, there's something wrong with if you. If you're 50 in college. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, that's how I did. So I didn't, honestly, I want to socialize with anyway at lunchtime because I was kind of, uh, 
uh, Hall and Ask get shit done. Yeah. So that way um, I, could, I could go to work and make money in the evenings. And that, I remember people would always ask me, like, how do you work every single day? Because I did work every single day in the evenings and, like, not, like, have time to do schoolwork and shit. Because I, I didn't see I wasn't flunking or anything. I was like, I just do it. Honestly, you have a study hall and you have a lunch period. Even if you do eat, honestly, how long does it take you to eat? 10 minutes? Right. You use like a 45 minutes. So I don't get this shit over with. Yeah. And even if I didn't work, beard. why the fuck would you want to take that dumb shit home? I, I, I don't know. So, yeah, that's what I did. So, yeah, I did my lunch table, but mainly for that reason. And, and everyone was a douche. I knew that. So, I want to target the part where it's like, where these people think that uh, this this music, this lifestyle, whatever the fuck you want to call it, I just call it music, um, but people yeah. live it like it's their life, and that's cool, too. I mean, it's our lives, too, but, yeah. it, you know, we're not fucking 30 to 50-year-old virgins, yeah. um, as some of these people are. That That's where I'm going with that part. But, uh, see, everyone has this false conception that just because it's on the internet, like, everyone's accessing it. It's like, if you're doing that, email me right now and tell me what you're doing and how you're doing it, because, goddamn, you're succeeding then because just because you post it on the fucking internet that step one's done now it's like getting it out there get yeah. people to even listen people to the fucking actually, thing yeah. and regularly Ooh, this is a lengthy email because uh, you didn't read the That's whole awesome. thing his next line was here's a prime fucking example of a guy who thinks there's a strict criteria of what is and what is oh that, yeah not and i wish the i could play is, that, that right uh, the thing is i don't even need to look at that link Anyone that has a criteria like that, let's face it, who's literally a complete fucking loser and has nothing going on in life. If he's Dude. that worried about what's underground, not underground, as criteria, and you're a fucking loser, man. Dude, you have nothing going on. That in is hilarious. I've seen that video, and I would play it right now so you could see it, but we're in, we're in the middle of yet another Hellcast setup, and we don't, I don't have the audio hooked up, but we will. Anyway, so that video, I watched it. It totally is. Like, this uh -huh. dude, he's either he's about 45 to 50 years old. Oh, my Lord. Total slack jaw. You're just like, what the fuck is this guy saying? When you do make it out, you're just like, Dude, you're a grown man. I rip on shit. Yeah, everybody like, rips this on ain't stuff. But, but I'm not like. But what like, the difference is? The difference is between, for example, yeah, the people probably think I'm like, like getting that pissed. Yeah, ex exactly. He's legitimately angry. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I'm just poking fun. That's just like with the cradle of filth thing. I don't care one way or another because that's the most underground you can be. Fuck underground. There is no underground. There is no underground anymore. There's the internet now. There, the underground can't be underground because it's always gonna. It can be accessed. See what underground is. Underground people fucking forget this. Underground. What under Underground is is fucking music that isn't being shoved down people's throats. Let's face it. What big labels do is they have the capital to buy as much ad revenue at anything they can to make pretty much force you to like stuff. People that think outside the box and actually enjoy music. That's the underground people. And what so underground is is it's it's independent is what it is. It's independent. Now put that in today's terms. Back when you know you didn't have internet, not everyone can grab this. Why? Because you're talking about Xerox zines, you're talking about tape trading, and you're talking you're talking about like on the brink of hardly even putting out an album and somehow making music and getting it out to fans. So the average Joe Blow, he ain't gonna know how to stumble across it because he didn't even know that shit existed. He he didn't know the guy to tell him, and he's not interested. But now when you're on the internet, it doesn't matter, dude. I could you could be looking up. Marduk, Mayhem, whatever, Cannibal Corpse, and it's going to recommend you shit that may or may not even be metal, might be, you know, something yeah. for the what the fuck top, what happened, yeah, what oh, the yeah. fuck, anything on Hellcast, like, so, and then in reverse to those fans then too, that like asking Alexandria or, or just name the god awful music you'd think that could be tied into then recommending Massacre, Crucify Morals, dis Dissection, Overkill, whatever, uh, to, to someone. It's like, so, like, you have no control over that. 
YouTube's going to do it regardless. A band came and stopped someone from posting their music on YouTube. The thing they're go- the only thing they're going to get stop is that person making ad revenue on it by it just going to recognize it and boom, put ads on it and then that band's going to collect those ads. So the underground's over. It's fucking independent as what that's the real term which Yeah, it's we almost kind of almost kind of like Pizza Hut versus the mom and pop uh pizza place. Right. Like so, then someone in that city is not going to find that pizza place. Like, no, yeah. they're going to be driving by one day. You cannot stop it unless you don't put a sign on there and it's yeah. invite only. Yeah, that would be the underground way. So they got a bunch of nerds that are cherishing all this and then getting so bent out of shape when it's you need you need Reaper to be on your shoulder going, chill out, bro. If they like it. They'll fucking buy it. If they don't like it, they're not going to buy it. And if they're a poser, yeah, they're going to buy it. They're going to go through a phase, but it's going to end up in the garbage. They're going to sell it. They're going to give it away. Whatever's going to happen. Yeah, they're the, not going to be in this for the life. The positive way to look at it is it's going to keep the scene afloat financially. Right. So like you way, need those bands, people yeah. coming in and out. Like yeah. they're, they're taking good copies and throwing them away. I know it sucks. I'm in a band. I, I want everyone to hear it and like it, but well, I don't think happens. they're throwing away. They're probably taking it up to like record exchange or giving it to their buddy or they're, well, they're, whatever. They're selling it on eBay. They're, they're getting away with I don't think uh, most ain't just thrown in the Some it's going to the curb. Some, yeah, but that's anything, you know, because it's over exactly. the, the digipacks are beat up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, but so this, this cherished thing, like that has nothing to do with underground. That's just some nerd, like trying to put it and trying to say that everyone needs to be this way because some sociopath that can't talk to people, never had a girl from my fucking life. He's making it make himself feel better. So what he's doing is he's a fucking loser. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, the thing is with some of those black metal guys, I would say, honestly, one out of 100 is probably legit. Like as far as they actually feel that way, they're just truly a odd person. Uh, one person that comes to my mind uh, based on interviews and shit I've seen is, I can't think of his name, is the fucking guy from Gorgoroth. Yeah. Uh, 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 Gaul? Yeah. What I mean by that, it's not force. He's just naturally a weird fucking dude. Right. But most of these guys, they're just, they're doing it because it's it's an image and they have nothing else in life to go to. And but isn't it underground cult and cool not to give a fuck? I, I, that's what I think. Yeah. So then clearly they have their ideal of who's a poser and who's not and who they want a death threat and who shouldn't be in their scene. Then why do you give a fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You should be listening to records, dude. Who get, who gives a shit? Even somebody that listens to like underground metal music, or, you know, uh, independent. independent metal music. There you go. <laughs> uh, even if that person likes like corn, say, oh. and, and the first thing that'll come to mind is that person's a poser. Yeah. They're actually not. Theoretically, if they legitimately like this shit and yeah. they just so happen to like corns, well, homeboy just likes bad would, music. Yeah, what would make him a poser is if he's only listening to the underground shit or the independent shit, whatever you want to call it, the actual real metal stuff. When certain people are around, to look cool. And then when he's in his own car, when he's by himself or he's wherever, basically when he's alone, he's listening to corn, limpus, and shit like that. That makes him a poser. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But if he legitimately likes both, he's forcing himself to, be, to like something he yes, doesn't like. That he That's a poser. In. That's a poser. Yeah. Not so, because, but I mean, everyone will look, oh, he likes corn, but he says he likes Raven Call. He's a fucking poser. Well, that doesn't make sense. Don't be wrong. I think corn is one of the most atrocious shit on the face of this earth, but that doesn't make him a poser. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he knows it, if he could, especially if he could school you, like, yeah. you know, he's yeah, watching. Especially if he knows While his, he's wearing his he, corn shirt, that'd yeah, be awesome. Yeah, if he truly knows his metal, especially yeah, if he truly knows his metal, he knows his history, and he, and he could, yeah, school you on. 
Oh, shit. dude. And yeah, he, he, that doesn't make him a poser. That makes he just he like he just saw him as like a really bad band on top of the good. I'm gonna end it with this, man. Just just fuck with people. Have you and your friends fuck with people? Everyone like get corn, limp, just whatever god awful <laughs> shit. Yeah. Make a video together and just school all the underground black metal people about black metal while wearing these shirts. Then when they first see it, like. Oh, who are these? Po- oh my God! It was like, yeah, outraged. they're just gonna be like, oh, just make them mad. Dude, they're, they're gonna they're gonna have like an aneurysm in so enraged <laughs> yeah. that they're, they're not even gonna be able to death threats. They'll they'll be dead. They're like just, just fucking their <laughs> vein heads. popping out. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, this corn poser knows more about music than me. Uh, he's not even allowed to talk about these yeah. bands. Yep, yeah. Go see like a band like Mayhem, <laughs> uh, and say that say um they're opening up for like Corn or Slipknot. That I don't like because then I gotta sit through that bullshit. And I yeah. got to be around all them fucking douchebags. Yeah. That's different because you're putting everything in the same room. But if they're just listening on their own in their own private, their own, wow, dude, I don't give a fuck what you do. You oh, dude, they're, 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 I'll, I'll tell you what. If you've been a fly on a wall and you could see what everyone's doing in the privacy of their own home, you'd be a lot more appalled than this to find out they're listening to the corn and yeah. fucking yeah, blasphemy on the same to, day. I would, I would have to say so, yeah. Wow, that, that, that great question. Well, let's see if we can enrage some people by playing live burial. It was told to me that they sound they like kind of send obituary home on a stretcher, which frankly nowadays that ain't hard to do. So, first two obituary albums are pretty good. The first, well, the first two, yeah, yeah. but they've got what ten more. Uh, yeah, they got some, some stinky albums. Well, some, I think most of their catalog sucks. Yeah, 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 mo- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly there. You go. So here's cool. live burial with Age of Oblivion.
That was Joe Pesci with beating Robert Mugabe. I think that's what it said. I don't know who Robert Mugabe is to death. And I know who Joe Pesci is, the, the man and the, the guy, and the movie star. Yeah. I don't know the band, though. I, I just assume that they're probably just a big Joe Pesci fan. Total grind, as you just heard. Well, that was the longest song. That's, that's why I even picked that song. Oh, Bones um, Brigade. Yeah, they're from uh, France, I believe, right? They did. Uh, um, yeah, it sounds about they right. Did, uh, they did uh, either the first two or one, or the second album by uh, uh, the band Last Days Humanity, like a really good, uh, really uh, extreme uh, gore grind band. Frankly, I didn't care for it, <laughs> but I figured, hey, I've never heard Joe Pesci before. I mean, I've, I've heard of Joe Pesci, but not the band Joe Pesci. Yeah, uh, I figured, well, so if you like it, hopefully you did. But uh, yeah, that that was Joe Pesci. Total total grind. The longest song on there. Yeah. Like, what about a minute and fifteen? Yeah, seconds? it's so. the, the Bones Brigade's thing is is grindcore and the brutal death metal stuff. I don't yeah. I don't think I like some of their stuff. I don't I don't um I, I don't see you liking any of it. This is totally nerdy, but I I like this kind of shit. When you get a new album, like how long does it sit on the player? Like, do you, do you, do you like take a long time to like get to know it, just play it over and over and over? Or is it just kind of like a one spin and like, okay, cool. And just take it off. Uh, these days. Yeah. These days. Uh, one spin and I put it away. One spin and you put it away. Yeah. Will you keep it? Obviously you probably keep it playing though. If it's rocking your socks, 99.9% one play, put it away. Uh, and, and the reason being is because, uh, what a poser. Usually there's no, usually because there's other shit I got to listen to. Because I check stuff out all the time. Um, you know, one of those uh, shitty bands on Canyon Bickle's list, uh, Cannibal Corpse, when they put out a new album, I'll listen to that a few times because that's like my favorite death metal band. Yeah. Well, uh, like, if, for example, if Merciful Fate does a brand new studio album, even if I didn't care for it on the first listen, I'll listen to it at least three times because that's that's different. That gets a, that gets a chance. Yeah. If you're some band I never heard of, if you're Joe Pesci, you get one listen. So you better hit, you better knock my socks off. If not, <laughs> you're done. Get cracking, Joe. Yeah. Because I mean, you can't listen to every fucking thing multiple, multiple times. I mean, you know, theoretically, that's probably the best way to go to give it a true opinion. But I'm, what, I'm just not going to do that. Well, luckily with Joe Pesci, the album's probably like 10 minutes long. So you can uh, well, yeah, it'd be easier. But yeah. no, yeah. So I guess I guess the uh, best answer is if, unless you're like one of my all time favorite bands. Yeah, that, then. Yeah, you get one time listen, you're done. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same way. Put it on the player, give it the one spin, and, and it, it's almost like it. For me, it's it's kind of like you, but it, for a different reason. It, it it has to keep moving along because like this is the payback of doing a lot of audio shit. Your yeah. ears are yeah, always constantly tied it'd be, up. It would be impossible to sit there and listen to shit again. Yeah, that don't be wrong. The one time listen, like I said, if it's something I like and I pick up, oh, I do listen to it again. I mean, some shit that might be next week. Uh, some shit might be a month. Right, some some right. shit might be a year. It just that's the way it goes. You I mean, you forget about it or whatever. But yeah, now if it's that damn good though, yeah, I'll keep it yeah. playing. Like, cause like you just there's certain things. Yeah, you just like get that. Like, man, I want to hear it again. I want to hear it again. And then th- then the thing what kind of sucks though is not being able to do that to to listen to it over and over. Is some stuff needs that much. Some stuff is that complex. You know that. Yeah, it's just more tactical and, and it's. it's uh, there's more to uh, swallow, basically. That, and it's also sometimes the scenario is not the best scenario to be listening to a new Yeah, you're record. not fully paying attention. Right. Someone's talking to you. Yeah. Oh, doing God, something yeah. at the same time. Yeah, no, for sure. I, honestly, a true, true listen, in my opinion, which I don't do this anymore. Just I wish. Time, is literally you're sitting on the couch or bed, feet up, relaxed, booklet in your hand, following the lyrics. Yeah. Nothing else going on. That's a true, honest listen. And I, I, like I said, I don't even do that myself anymore. Uh, used to way back in the day, but I just don't have time for that anymore. Yeah. But that's a true, honest, true listen. And, and, and I know it works because uh, like 
there's been bands that I've been working with, if not played it on Hellcast. You're hearing it multiple times, and especially if you're producing it, like you know, whether that be mixing or mastering, whatever. A proper listen for that is head down, eyes closed. That way, your attention's fully on your ears, and you're listening to this goddamn yeah. thing. Nutslaw covered Sabat, I, the Japanese Sabat. I, I didn't care for them all that much before that, and we did the song Blackfire. It's good and song. It's just, and then, like, I got to know it, like through, like, oh God, we're covering that. Now I'm a big fan. And, and so with that being said, so all those things I mentioned, like I've had to just have to listen to it. And there's been stuff that's like, damn, this is fucking good. Because some of the stuff like, oh, God, this is going to be a rough job <laughs> to be doing. Yeah. But then you're just like, oh, but no, no, I'm, I'm, this is really good. I'm digging this. It's a new style of a band that I wouldn't otherwise listen to. I'm kind of glad I had this opportunity. And, and Sabat would actually definitely be that uh, scenario. So it's truthfully, I think, really works though i i don't even think it's like kind of a nerd being a nerd that's like i just want to keep listening to it or it just really hooked me in like i think there's a science behind it that like the more you get to know it the more you're going to generally know if you do truly like it or not no you don't need a you don't need to cram something down your throat right if you put it on you're like i do not like this whatsoever hell i'll even say i'll go as far even if like yeah, a band that, like I said, like the Numerous Fate came out, and I think it's absolutely god-ass atrocious. That'd be awful. great if there was a Numerous yeah, Fate. Yeah, uh, if it was atrocious as fuck, no, I wouldn't give it another listen. But if it was even reminiscent to the last few albums that they did, I would give it more than one chance. So the they- Numerous Fate album comes out. All of a sudden, song kicks in. The riffs are recognizable. Denner Sherman, and not the band that they did on the side, because that yeah, wasn't that great. Wasn't that awesome? Did you give it five listens, though? Gave it one listen, and... <laughs> thought it was okay and never listened well maybe that. four more no I know but that's just not as it's just not as interesting to me you know what I mean yeah so you listen to New Murph Fake comes out and all of a sudden you're like yes here comes the vocals here it comes you hear King winding up for the Oh, what did the butter jump? What did you know? The devil came in down the middle of the fire. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, what, what, did that, what would you react? Uh, uh, I'd probably start laughing and I would definitely listen to it at the end because I want to hear what else he's got up his sleeve. But yeah, if that was it and I thought it was, yeah, I probably wouldn't listen, I wouldn't listen to it again, though. If he did one song like as a joke on the side, I wouldn't be against it because that'd be actually kind of funny. <laughs> like, but do it secretly. You know what I mean? But, but, but it's a truly a joke. Like, he's not doing it. That, that could actually be funny. Well, you sound like these uh, black metal tough guys. I know how to take a joke. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know. I mean, Grant, don't put it at song one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, like, for you. example, like uh, like Obituary kind of did that, talking about them. And that I was just about to but rip on myself. A, but that's not a joke. They were serious. They were like, fuck yeah, this rapping shit's good. That's They're actually legitimately. Well, presumably so, because didn't they do that twice? Uh, I, I, if they did, I don't know about it. No, 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 no. Because, uh, no, no. Uh, uh, Terry Butler essentially has done it twice. Terry oh. Butler played bass in Obituary, but I don't and know if he was on that album. Was he on that album? The six. Call, the album you're talking about is uh, Back from the Dead, Back right? Back from the Dead. It's the very last track. Yeah, yeah. Who could forget? It, it, it's it's bad. That was on the What Happened Obituary, and it, that that. Oh, was, actually, I like uh, Back from the Dead as an album. Well, right, but not not the last song. I, I don't, but uh, no, I don't. I don't like it. Uh, but uh, now nowadays, I can actually find it kind of funny. You're just kind of like, this is just funny. What were you thinking? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Laughing, like, not because it's like, yeah, like comedy funny. You're just laughing. Exactly. What were you thinking? This is dumb. <laughs> you know, you know? Like, like, the album's almost done. <sighs> we got to wrap it up. Yeah. Like, can we just book some more studio time? I, I just got a great just, idea. Just get a rapper in here. Yeah, yeah. Well, who do you want to get? Ice-T. Why not? I think that's who uh, Six Feet Under had, right? It was an Ice-T. Now, and that, that was, was just worse. That was worse. Because at least the obituary, what it is, it was a re, It was one of the songs from the album. They just redid it with a rapper. Yeah. So it was kind of like, all, all right, right, the fish in here. It's kind of funny, kind of comical. 
the six feet under, it was the middle of the album. It was full blown supposed to be taken as a serious track. And it was just bad. Like the thing <laughs> is, I don't even like rap, but at least if it's kind of like got some catchy rhymes or something, I can get why someone would like it. Not my cup of tea, but I can see why someone would like it. Yeah. Uh, just stick that, to Christmas the six feet under The six feet under thing. Yeah, I couldn't understand. I was like, dude, this is just, this is even good for rap. And I don't even like rap, but I can tell the difference. This right. is just dumb. Right. Yeah, it was. It was stupid. It wasn't even rap, too. It was like a run on sentence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. I took this question to Facebook, and a lot of people were chiming in pretty much kind of with the same things. You know, it depends how good the album is. Uh, after a couple of spins, I'll have to take it out and give the album a break so I don't overplay it and get sick of it. Now, now that does happen. And in fact, like, I'm in a well, position. You get sick of, honestly, I've never gotten sick of an album. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, clearly you aren't listening to it too much. Uh, I got some albums under my fucking belt that I've heard many times. Well, maybe that's precisely what uh, Tanner was saying in this, that uh, that's because he, he gave it a, you give it a break. Or because, I mean, you just said you don't really listen to it over and over and over again in, one, in a, you know, uh, a month, a week time frame. Or do you? No, never. No, no, never. I, I, well, I, so I kind of don't. So how could you? Truth get be told, other than yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you can. I guess you could say that. But the thing is, is unless you're kind of like just gotten this music, which nothing wrong with that. I don't think we established that. But say this, your first week, you're you're 12 years old, you just got into this, and you you literally own like three CDs. Yeah. Other than that scenario, I don't understand why you would be listening to shit over and over again. Because you come to my house, my collection, I have I have a few thousand. Discs and LPs. Like, why would I? Keep, that doesn't make sense. Why would I keep listening to the same one over and over and over and over again? Well, it's so much shit know, to listen to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you like it that much, I, I guess. It, yeah, but I, I guess once you once it starts to get a little wore out, you think you'd switch it. Yeah. Plus, honestly, anytime I'm flipping through my records and stuff, um, I'm always like, oh yeah, this. I want to listen to this again because I actually forget what it sounds like. And then one last thing that Tanner said was, I also tend to discover new things I like about an album when I've come back to it after after the break. And I and I agree. I, you know I totally what? Agree. I've discovered this is kind of recently too, probably within the last year, year and a half. I've discovered um, coming back to an album like after you say it's a band that you, you you like a lot. You know, you've always liked them, you liked them for years, but you haven't listened to them in a couple of years just because. No particular reason. You just haven't. Yeah. Um, but then you go and watch them live. It's the first time you've ever seen them live, and they play certain songs, and you recognize them. And then you go and listen to their discs at home. You've, I, I always find I find I like something better that I kind of didn't you know, think anything of at the time. Yeah, because you kind of you felt the live energy. Yeah, exactly. That, I, I think that might be it. I have noticed that. Like I said, I, I just noticed that, though, but maybe about like, yeah, a year, year and a half ago. Now, There's a few bands I've done that I picked up on, and like certain songs that I was just like, like I liked – but they weren't the standout songs to me. All of a yeah. sudden, when they did them live, you go, "This is like this is a really fucking badass song." By playing live, it's like they, you know, they're going to their what they think is the best songs to play. I presumably, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> the, 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 I mean, what they think is the best or what yeah. your fan favorites. Or, right, yeah. right, right. And if you're not doing that, then you're coming up with your set list way wrong. Yeah. Um. They sort of it kind of almost like helps you, you know, weed through them, or, or or just when you go back to it, like, oh, there's that song again, and like, you know, just your mind naturally does it. I brought up in the beginning of the show, Bestial Warlust, the uh, two albums. Are those both albums? We were talking about this before the show. That like they only had one album, but uh, then, and then so like what's so Blood and Valor and uh, Vengeance, Vengeance War Till Death. They're both reissued on Hell's Headbangers. Nice, awesome digi packs, fold out at least. Uh, Vengeance War Till Death. Looks like it's going to fold out. Is it going to be inverted? Yes, and as an inverted cross. Yeah, it looks nice. Uh, the yeah. truth be told, like uh, 
They either have two, three, at the most, four albums. I'm not 100% positive, to be honest. What I've always considered Best of Warless was Pre Destroyer 666. Yeah. Which isn't 100% accurate because they have some material. Uh, which is KK, over. too, right? That's exactly why I could say it because it's KK Warsaw. And I don't know if he's on absolutely everything, but he's on he's on the early shit for sure. Um, so, from my knowledge, I thought Beast of Warless was done. And then yeah. I went to Destroyer 666, and it, it appears that's not the case. Uh, yeah, I mean, best, the Best of Warless. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of, I, and the thing is, is I actually got <gasps> I got to go back and listen to them because I don't really know. I just remember I heard them probably like um, probably like ten years ago, and with the, with, I, I think that my expectations were higher than higher because I liked Destroyer Six 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 so much. I was expecting to kind of sound like that, and it didn't. I, maybe I didn't get much of a chance. Uh, I haven't listened in recent times, um, but it definitely looks cool. You're about it's, to. Yeah, it's it uh, it's definitely looks cool, cool, and it's definitely uh, if you're into that uh, like that war metal stuff, they're kind of like the uh, one of the godfathers of it, and def- yeah, yeah, definitely probably they got to be at the forefront as far as the Australian scene. I can't think of anybody earlier than them that was playing like that kind of style of music. What are you about ninety three, ninety four? Uh, no, I think it's even ninety one, ninety two. Oh, really? As far as when they started. Okay. Yeah, I think like their demo is either 91 or 92. I'm kind of discovering it as I go, too. But uh, two really nice re- reissues, Blood and Valor is the one album. And then, obviously, we got Vengeance, War Till Death. Then they're both available on cassette tapes. Cassette tapes are back. Who doesn't want a cassette tape? Me. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's... And, and obviously, you can get that in Hell's Headbangers and anything on this playlist. As I mention all the time, and going to continue to mention and ramming in your fucking head that... Go to hellsheadbangers.com slash hellcast. Visit that playlist because there's that those links directly to where you can get to buy this. And Best Your Warlust with Heathens is no exception. So here it is. Best Your Warlust with the track Heathens off of Vengeance War Till Death.
Invocation spells off of their album Descendant the Black Throne. Huh. That's some bad English. Uh, <laughs> but that's really the title of the album. Uh, and that was the track The Revenge of the Serpents, which is a CD LP color and black vinyl, right? For the LP on that? Uh, no, I think there's one version of that. I think they're all on color. Yes, they knew it was up. Cool. Yeah, they did. Yeah, cool. I, that's, a, that's a rare exception. Yeah, yeah. Well, those are available on Hell's Headbangers cassette too, right? I, I want to say yes. God damn it, Reaper. Get your notes right. So, well, it's just, yeah, it literally, it kind of, honestly, a lot of stuff kind of blurs together because they, obviously, I was sick of the CD and uh, I want to say we did do a cassette of that though. Just trying to help it out for those lazies <laughs> that don't yeah, want to Whatever's on the site on is what we playlist. got. I know. So, there you go. That, that, that's the motto you should adopt. Like, that was awesome. I'm going to go search just, it out just, myself. Yeah, just search invocation spills. Yeah, I know. But because they have another round too, like that was before that, that we didn't release. It's either before or after. Oh, and really? then we're doing another album from Chile, right? I'm pretty sure they are from Chile. But they did another album, too, and I think we're out of stock of it. I don't think it's a live disc. I think it is an actual album. But we had had something else by them, so they, they do have a and they, I think they might even have a 7-inch, too. Well, Hell's Headbangers is doing the new album, too. Yeah. So, there's yeah, so something. They're, so, they're, they're working on shit. Yeah. For sure, they're definitely an active, currently an active band. Yeah. God damn it. We talked about it last time. I was hoping it was going to be the last fucking time we'd be talking about it. Really? Because, again, it's the bullshit. I'll talk about Danny Filth again, are we? That, uh, <laughs> no, no. I, fuck it. That seemed to be inviting. But so oh. did this, because that's why we're talking about it, because people were writing me. I'm like, oh, my God, you got to talk about this in the next episode. I was like, oh. all right. 
And I, I just can't help hear that destruction song, The Butcher Strikes Back, as I'm thinking this, the, the wimps strike back. And that's precise where I'm fucking going with A lot this, of wimps out there. That, yes, you heard about it, and if you haven't, you're hearing about it now. Antifa is boycotting or doing whatever the fuck they do crybaby bullshit about Marduk touring the United States and they're going to shut down these shows. Why? Who the fuck cares? Well, according to them, and let me pull up this article, anti-fascist and communist terrorist threaten Marduk tour. I've never, ever ever thought that Marduk was a racist band or prejudice band in any way, shape, or form. I just always took them as a satanic, anti-Christian black metal band like every other black metal band is. Well, here's the scoop then. They're fucking racist, dude, and here's oh. why. Because anti-fascist and communists have vowed to commit terrorist acts in protest of Swedish war metal, formerly black metal, Really? Marduk touring the U.S. for the first time in years. The idiotic communist manlets are accusing Marduk of being a crypto-fascist band. They will not stop harassing the band, their fans, and concert goers until all of them are sent to gulags, where work will set them free or have hollow-point bullets shot in the back of their skulls in the bowels of police stations. Now, this obviously clearly sounds like this article is from... I don't know what perspective. Is it from a, a, a an opinionated writer or is it from the Antifa themselves? That's what I'm wondering. Who, like, who, so, like, what does the band have to say about this? And who's right? Is this Antifa saying this or is this well, somebody reporting the news? So let me, I guess I'll just go on with it and maybe we'll find out. Because I kind of highly doubt anyone's doing any of that aforementioned. I've never heard of anybody getting shot in the back of their head at a Mardu show. Oakland communist thugs anti-fascist action Bay Area threatened the Marduk tour stop in Oakland in revenge for right-wing commentators making fun of the recent gay underground techno warehouse party fire. Another motive was Milo failed attempt. Oh my God, I'm going to have a stake off for my life, not knowing that guy's name. Failed attempt to speak at leftist Bastion University of California at Berkeley that was attacked by Antifa terrorists. And basically, there's this long fucking thing that I don't know if I feel like reading that pretty much is pointing out from Antifa themselves, bringing up their titles that allude to World War II and the Holocaust, which right out the gate I know everyone probably listening is going how does that make them racist maybe they're just singing about the hol- uh, the holocaust mm-hmm. which is which I that's kinda, honestly like that's what I always thought about them I, I, I don't even really yeah uh, I never I'm not a big fan of I never, never thought they were praising Nazi shit at all that never ever one time crossed my mind I'm, maybe they were and I just you know ignorant to it but I mean that's like saying that's like if they were still around that Brazilian band uh, Holocausto yeah, that's literally like protesting them, and they specifically say they're just literally singing about history. It has no, they are not. The guys are fucking Brazilian for fuck's sakes. It's not like they're white and like the Nazis would. You know what I mean? I, I know, I know. They were just singing I, about I don't, the dude, history. It's, it's a topic so... to sing about. That's like literally like say you sing about like Ted Bundy or something, and that means you're praising his work. What you're singing about because it's a scary topic. There, right. there, there is that option. I'm not saying that these these Nazi fags singing about stuff are not 
not into it. Yes, obviously, I'm sure some of them are. But that, why is why do you all automatically jump to the conclusion that it's just not a topic to sing about? Why would you want to spend your free time? Like clearly, it upsets you. So you're just like sitting there, like all stressed. Yes, out. Friday. What are you doing Friday? Well, I'm gonna go out and get a beer with my friends. We're gonna have a great time. Maybe do some karaoke. Blah blah. What are you gonna do, Frank? I'm gonna get mad. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna. Oh my god! I'm gonna listen to this fucking Jimmy's band from Scandinavia. Or the fucking George Richard. Huh? <laughs> you're a little upset there, bro. So. I'm sick of fucking hearing about this witch hunt shit. I've heard people call this a witch hunt, and that is precisely what it is, because when you look at the original witch hunt, the Boston's, the, the Salem, Massachusetts thing, and you hear like how they dictated what was a witch, who was a witch, and all, and the reasons why, and how just like snap of your fingers, like, you're a witch, and then you're killed. It's as stupid as that. It's as stupid as the Earth's flat. It's as stupid well, as this, on this, all yeah, the other. It is. You know, it did, were these shit. guys successful? Like for example, is Marduk on the U.S. tour now or not? So here we go. So as we were recording this episode, the, uh, the 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 show that mainly they keep bringing up is the show in Austin, Texas. When is the date for that? To take place on Monday, February thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. As we're recording this episode, it's fucking. The 15th. So did the show happen? So the show has already happened. This has given us a great advantage. When I originally read this article and got these initial thoughts, though, I didn't have this proof that I now am going to bestow upon you later. And a bunch of metalheads are getting upset by this, to which I'm saying, calm down. Why? First off, as we mentioned on the last episode, we talked about deicide playing religious talk shows. Talked about, maybe we didn't, but like Acheron, everything that kind of happened in the 90s with satanic death metal bands doing what they were, black metal bands doing what they were doing, all that kind of stuff. To really even back when, dude, rock and roll, every, you know, guitar-driven extreme form of music, whether it been from the initial point of rock and roll to now with whatever you would consider the most extreme music now has always had some bullshit to deal with. And you fucking think they had a bunch of bullshit to do. I don't, I want to even, I want to go as far as to say death threats to that. So this is nothing new. Secondly, what is the threat at hand by Antifa? What are they going to do? What is the threat at hand? Not some mad journalist thing. What is the threat at hand? We don't even clearly even know. <laughs> Antifa goes on and they make a Facebook event page. Smash fascism. Austin is also threatening the attack to attack the Austin, Texas date of Marduk's tour. So here we go. Here's the Facebook thing. So Oakland, there was an attack? No, they're threatening to. So there's just more typewriter tough guys. Pretty much, because let's just look at this. Here's how many, so 24 people on the Antifa side on Facebook said they're going, and 79 of them are interested. Mm -hmm. Never mind that this already happened. How many people on the best night of Marduk's U.S. tour do you think there would be? Uh, I would imagine at least a few hundred. Few hundred. Few hundred. Cool. That definitely already outweighs 24 going and 79 interested people. Let's face it, out of 79 interested people, zero are going. <laughs> 24 yeah. of those people that say they're going, 12 of them are going. Yeah, but you usually goes, yeah. They're far outnumbered. Well, they got guns and this and that. Really? People that are saying you're racist, you're killers, whatever reason to hate fucking Nazis, because obviously Nazis 
sport of genocide and all this shit. They're going to fight fire with fire. That does sound like logical idiot fucking behavior. So maybe, but kind of doubtful. Sounds like some typewriter tough guy shit. So metal fans, they're getting fucking outraged because basically, dude, you're hearing in, you're hearing it in telephone. So your friends telling you, well, I think the metalhead that's outraged. I, I, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because, for example, let's say you plan on going to see a Marduk and then now you got to worry about getting shot or well, right. like that. It's like, well, that's fucking ridiculous. I just want to go see a band. I like. Well, right. But as far as that though, if the show's still happening, I would presumably think that Marduk's management's not that fucking stupid to continue continue the show knowing it's under threat of gun attack Probably without consulting the city's police saying, hey, Probably have some security. We got. Them. Yes. So let me put this into perspective then. So 12 nerds saying, let's just say they're showing up with guns. 12 nerds are telling them they're showing up with guns. At a show, they're going to have to buy a ticket unless they're shooting their way in to the innocent guard that works for the club that's not racist, that's just booking this band that, okay, maybe in their eyes, is now racist for having this. Well, not because the guy at the front door, he's just working for the... Exactly. He's got got nothing to do with any of that. what's the likeliness of them doing this and all 10 people of Antifa watching the one Antifa guy shoot that guy down going, good job, Joe, that was a good... Not likely. So they're not getting in. So go to your show and have a good time. When you walk out and they're standing there with pickets and guns or whatever, tameably so by the police that was consulted presumably by Marduk's management because they're not fucking stupid and, and saw threats, so they wanted to make sure everything's fine, let the police know. I mean, fucking Hell's Headbangers did that. Did a fucking bash in the middle of nowhere, called oh, yeah. the city police. Hey, this is what we're doing. Is there going to be a problem with this? They told you what could be problematic, and then you worked past it, right? Yeah, we just hired uh, a couple uh, off-duty cops. There you go. So basically, you got a bunch of you, you twelve wearing ski masks, very likely without guns, standing there picketing. How is this any different than the Westboro Baptist Church, who we all know as the God hates fags people? Yes, I said that word because they had they would picket, dude. They fucking picketed, or actually they threatened. I don't know if they actually pulled through with it when Jeff Hanneman died. They threatened to picket or boycott his funeral for being a Satanist and a Satan metal band, even though he wasn't. That's a way larger scale than a Marduk show. If they even did that, what did you hear about? Nothing. Yeah, no. Slayer themselves were even saying, hey, guys, we appreciate your support. We're, we're glad you're angry, but don't do anything to these assholes. We're here to mourn Jeff. Let them be off to the side as annoying as it is because that's what they want you to do. They know the laws more than you and know that if you fuck with them, if you beat them up, they're just going to let you do it. That way they can sue your ass or you're going to go to jail. You're going to be the wrongdoer, even though they are the wrongdoer. And that is precisely what these pussies want to do. They want to piss you off so much. And why do I know this? Because look at this fucking picture. Look at this picture. It's got flags. It's got misty light of some sort that could be presumably a fire an explosion we don't know and that's precisely the point we don't know who all these heads are antifa is well known for wearing for wearing ski masks that looks like a hat right there that looks like a bunch of hair this might not even be antifa but yet that picture in a way doesn't that look slightly intimidating oh uh, yeah truth be told i actually thought that was a uh, shot from the actual show like for like the band going on stage Exactly. This puny crowd already deceiving you by putting this. Dude, they could put a pi- fucking picture of 
uh, find a war picture in two seconds off Google and then put Antifa's going to fuck up Marduk. And then people, I mean, you're definitely going to be shit in your drawer seeing this fucking full-on armored group. That's not even them. You know what I mean? They're deceiving you. They are deceiving you just like metal, in a way, was doing to everyone else in, in the heyday up in the uprise. Like Glenn Benton was fucking doing. Why would he appear on Christian shows? Because he wanted to fucking throw it in their face. Say, fuck your God. You have that voice all the while. Yeah, it's the Christian channel. So they, in a way, have the upper hand. But he's going out there and making a presence. Oh, he can get his word out there. Right. So, they- so they're doing the same thing. And everyone's getting all pissed off, sharing it on Facebook, thus pushing Antifa. So now, this is why if you have a personal Facebook family to be on there and chatting, that's why you don't have it. Because when your mom and your grandma and people that listen to the show that have family members that fucking hate the fact you listen to satanic metal music or metal music or this fucking show with potty mouth, they don't like it. They're going to see that. Then they're going to support it on their wall because they don't like that their fucking family is involved with this. Moral of the story is Antifa members are going to be formed through this ongoing share thing. So the biggest moral of the story is you're being deceived. Calm down. Shut the fuck up about it because that gives them the power. Don't talk about them. There won't be a fucking force to reckon with the racist world or say all this bullshit if no one cares. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you're talking to the wall and clearly they're kind of sort of are, at least by Austin standards, with 24 people going against a couple hundred people on their best night. Let's say it's through. How many people do you think there would be at a Marduk show? Worst day of the week. Shittiest night of the tour. Lost his voice. Don't want to go. Heard it's worse. I think it'd be 100. 100. 100 people against 24 people that have to abide by civilian standards. So they're not, if they do have guns, they're not spraying an open fire. Do they have the possibility of doing so? Yes. But so does any point in time you're going to a city, anytime you're going to a show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? So, and then here we are two days later. Nothing well, happened. Well, was there anybody saying? Uh, no. Said, no, but was anybody saying, hey, I'm not going to that Marduk show because I'm worried? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like, there might not be a big outrage at all. This is just almost like a news article and take it for what it's worth. Well, I've had people email me like mad. Like you got to talk about fuck this shit. There's ban. There's dude, there's there's people that are pissed off about Antifa. Uh, I don't think there's any, you know, you know, they're out there. I wouldn't be mad about it. the only way I'd be mad about it is if shows were legitimately getting canceled because of it. Now they're fucking with your shit. But how are they going to cancel it? You've put on events. You know what I mean? They cancel like, let's say Mardu canceled because they're afraid of their life. Well, yeah, that's something like that. Well, then that, that would be a good reason that they canceled it because Marduk then went through the research. Their management got involved. The local police said, hey, we got this. Do we have your support or, or do you or at least can you advise what you think we should do? And then, the, then you know, behind the scenes, they said yes. So then, then they appropriately canceled. Clearly, they didn't think there was a threat because 24 people are going uh, to yeah. oppose them. And they, they, they played the show. And without a hitch, it went off. And that's great. And that's what continues needs to continue to happen. Don't get mad about it. Because what could potentially cancel the show is, yes, you're getting so mad, you're getting that threatened by seeing these deceiving pictures of the Antifa movement. Like, oh my God, they're going to fucking kill us all. And then you're not going to go. So then the ticket sales are just going to be nothing. They're not going to play it because they're going to cancel because they couldn't, you know, they couldn't keep that day open. So you got to keep the sack is what more or less where I'm going with. But it's no different than what's always been going on. Do you not agree that, I mean, metal has was ruffling the feathers and now it's kind of getting its feathers ruffled. Yeah, I, yeah. Obviously, it's always been going on for there's there's been always been scenarios, but um, 
I think that some people just get maybe get mad because they feel like because they're being th- actually legitimately threatened. Yeah. So I think that some are just afraid and then and yeah, like I said, like the first thing pops in my mind is, well, is this like say they were coming to uh, Cleveland, Ohio, which I would go to that. <laughs> uh, let's say uh, if they're if they're thinking about canceling the show, right? Then then yeah, then that's a problem because you you know you're trying to plan your night outs. Of course, too, there's always going to be the ones that are worried. Like, well, okay, I'm planning. I'm still going to go, but well, fuck, do I need to wear a bulletproof vest? I mean, like, what, what, what's going on? Like, like, right. My advice would then be, okay, so I'm, I'm going to go to the show. It seems like the the show's still going on. I, I would like to think that what Reaper said that the management called and made sure the police are fine. That happened, but I don't know. You, know, I, you know, people they could just be about the money and say, fuck that. You know, call the venue. You, the interested party to go to the show, call the venue. Hey. You know, I'm sure you know about the protest that's going on, the Santifa bullshit. Like, do do I have to fear for my life? Do you have proper security? Do I? I mean, there's ways of reaching out than just to cower in a corner and be like, ah, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. what I'm encouraging. Like, don't just sit there and cower in a corner. I'm not saying if yeah, if you heard, there's gonna be fucking guns and this and that. Definitely happened. There's good. They're 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 violent people. That's proven outside Canada that thing that happened, which I. I, I'm almost certain had no guns involved at all. Anyway, just caving in, it yeah. just, it's just to words and pickets. I mean, that sounds some like some wimpy ass shit right there. If that's all you got to threaten me with, yeah, it's all. I mean, honestly, if your whole life and <clears throat> your spare time or hobby or whatever is dedicated to anti hate or even just hate, or you're trying to be the reverse and try to be the better man, you're basically no different than like the, the KKK. You're basically like this group that's just this. That's his political agenda. I see you as no different than that. Fucking stupid. Yeah, totally <laughs> fucking. And everybody knows those idiots are fucking stupid. Yeah. So the, that's actually, it's almost, it's, it's almost an uh, entertaining thing that those guys are still around. You ever want a good laugh? Go watch something on TV about real KKK members. Man, talk about a bunch of dumbass fucking hillbillies. <laughs> yeah, that shit's just worth a, just worth a watch because it's funny. Is anybody taking these fools serious? And what threat do they serve us today? No, exactly. And this is a no. historically worldwide known. You know what I mean? What what threat are are neo Nazis anymore? Are they true? I mean, they okay. So they might have some people behind closed doors that they're picking off. But do, so is some fucking yeah. But yes, usually honestly, as, as a whole, like even neo Nazis and shit, those groups uh, as a whole. It's almost like they have a goddamn barbecue in the back of their house, and they're just like, uh, you know, they just want to spread hate or whatever amongst each other. They're 20 members or 100 members or whatever the fuck right. it is. But quite honestly, none of them are doing shit, except now you're going to get that cra- that one, two crazy guy that goes out and shoots somebody. Or something. But that's anything. That's even to the metal scene. I know. So you can't that you can say that with anything. You, so you can't say, oh, well, neo-Nazis are doing this. Well, you, so you get crazy metalheads that'll do the same shit. So yeah, that's with anything. You're always going to get that crazy whack job. Yeah. So that, But as a whole... They're not going to do shit. No. And that's my the moral of my story. I want to lay this shit to rest. I don't want to be talking about this on another fucking episode. Because I'm getting really fucking annoyed even talking about this shit. And, and, and anyone even getting annoyed by it. Don't. I mean, if, it, if someone was there, if they're all standing out there boycotting stuff, when you're leaving the show and you see it, just soak it all up. And when you're in the car on the way laughing, ha! Did you see that pathetic display of a protest? Yeah, it's like, honestly, that's like, kind of like, um, <laughs> it's kind of the same thing like uh, every once in a while when you're driving just down a regular street and there's those um, there's those picketers for like anti-abortion. Yeah. Just shaking my head laughing. Like, Dude, you're wasting your you're time. Wasting time. Like anyone that, 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 that is like-minded like you thinking that, they're thinking it. And anyone that's not thinking it, you're not going to change their mind, but you're not doing anything. You're literally accomplishing nothing. Think about even like a mass like city riot. 
I can't think of a recent one to put in title, but we know of one that happened more most of recent. Uh, biggest mass city riots was probably I don't know what town that was in, but it was probably the Trump thing going on. There you no, go. Right? Yeah, whatever that was. I don't remember what city it was. But even better, dude, uh, living in Cleveland. How much did we hear about, or at least I know I did, about the Republican convention being in Cleveland and how the Cleveland cops, they're, they're getting suited up and everyone's ready for a fucking just all-out war. What happened? Oh, nothing. 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 Here you are, something as huge as Republican Party, and then protesters to a Marduk show. Nothing's happening. Trust me. And if anything is happened, it's because someone couldn't shut the fuck up, got a little antsy, punched one of those guys in the face. Got heated, yeah. Yes. So you just keep your hands to yourself. Don't let the blood, don't be the black metal guy we were talking about earlier. Calm down. Get yourself some dinner. Go home and just let it all blow over because nothing's going to happen. This has been Hellcast. I am Reaper. Chime in on Facebook, Hellcast Metal Podcast. Email me at hellcast at hellsheadbangers.com. Go to hellsheadbangers.com slash hellcast. Check out the playlist. All those great songs you heard this time, every other time. Link to where you can buy it because you want to support music, especially when pussies are fucking threatening it. You don't have to leave the house to do that, and they haven't overtaken the mail system yet. So do that, and if they do, well, you could still digital download, even though that kind of sucks. If you're listening to this show going, that guy's a hater right there, well, then fuck you. Here's Marduk with Slay the Nazarene, and after that, we're going to listen to Flame with the track Revenge, cool older band reissued by Floga Records, in stock at Hell's Headbangers, blah, 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 blah. We'll talk to you next time. I believe in the life eternal, as promised to us by our Lord Jesus Christ.